Welcome to Hilliard Studio Podcast. I'm Liz Hilliard, the owner of Hilliard Studio Method. And I'm Lee Canelli, the director of training at Hilliard Studio Method. But we're more than just that. In fact, we are two women sharing love and life together. In this podcast, we will explore truth, authenticity, and the fears that hold us back from being our true selves. We hope to inspire you to be your most powerful self because life is short and life is good. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi, Liz. Hi, Lee. How are you today? I couldn't be better. Oh, that is some good news. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We have made it to the end of January. Been a while off the mics because it's just been a busy time. Yeah, it's been very busy in the midst of still being kind of locked down and, you know. That's right. COVID, COVID, uh, COVID it out. That's still going. Mm-hmm. So we've had, you know, a lot of world <laughs> issues. Really? That have I, I haven't noticed that. I know. I know you're kind of living under a rock yeah. these days. Yeah, me. You know me. Little, you know, insurrection, impeachment, huh. inauguration. That was fun. That was it? a good one. Wasn't that fun? Why is the inauguration so special? Well, besides Michelle, Michelle Obama and her outfit. <laughs> I can't even say her name. I'm so excited. Now, her little sashaying into the uh, Capitol building with that, whatever that was, maroon mm-hmm. slash purple slash I'm going to power somebody's suit. power suit. That was my favorite part, except for, no, except for 80 other things like Amanda Gorman. Gorman, who did that incredible poem. Oh my gosh. I know. What did I say when she came on? She reminds you of Maya Angelou. Right. And then we heard that uh, Oprah Winfrey had given her the earrings that she was wearing and they were Maya's earrings and they had Why the Cage Bird Sings. It has a little bird in the circle. Oh my I gosh. Know. Well, it actually incredible. it was the earrings she gave her and also that were not that the ring that oh. she had was the bird in the cage. And that is a brand called Of Rare Origin. And our friends here at Capitol, Lars Stork, they carry that. Really? Yeah. Can we get that ring? Sure. That's the ring I'll get you. Wow. Do you need that's a, a great ring? idea. I, this is brand new. A bird in a cage You ring. saved it till now to tell me this? Because- Well, I thought you a- knew, but I, I forget that the details <laughs> kind of escape you. That's great. No, right? I, I love, I would love to look at her stuff. Okay. Yeah. We'll check it out. Cool. Let's do. Right? Can so we go now? That was, no, no. That was an amazing day. And I did want to point out how cool I thought it was that some of the women all dressed in shades of purple. So yes. Michelle Obama had that beautiful maroonish color. Um, Hillary Clinton had on, a, was it like a, was she had on more a, of like a blue purple? She had on purple. Yeah. She had on purple. Basically. Kamala was pretty mm-hmm. purple. Yeah. And I like that unity of they were combining mm-hmm. red and blue mm-hmm. into purple. And let's hope that that sticks in all ways in this, in this new administration. Right. Because, you know, we're still divided and people are still, some people Mm -hmm. are just very upset that, you know, the Democrats are now taking control of the White House. And, you know, there's so many people that are so relieved that, you know, the Bidens are, but I say, let's, let's, let's err on the side of purple here. Right. And, you know, get, get all the things, the housekeeping out that we need to do. I know there's an impeachment trial coming up. I know that the Senate, Senate and the Congress, Congress are just, you know, having all sorts of things on their plate. But at the end of the day, let's take care of business, do our housekeeping and find a way to join together. That's what I thought that day was so much about. Right. I was in tears. Yeah, it was very. Especially for a woman to be uh, sworn in as vice president, whatever you think of her, yeah. she was a woman of color. 
South Asian, black, and a woman as our vice president. It's incredible. It really is. It's incredible. Going back to Amanda Gorman, her speech was called The Hill We Climb, which Mm. I thought was really beautiful. And I found out later after I, you know, I unfortunately didn't know about her as the national first poet laureate, Um, a Harvard grad who is 23 Mm -hmm. years old. And she really struggled with a speech impediment all of her life. And, you know, listening to her that day, I would have never thought so. And if you go back to see some of the videos of her reading, you can really hear it. She struggled with pronouncing R's. And do you know what she did to practice? What? Okay. She used Hamilton, the Broadway play. Yeah. To do the raps. Yes. The, 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 yes. The okay. Poetry. Yeah. And so they were speaking very quickly. And the one she always did was the one, um, that he does Aaron Burr, sir. Yes. And she would try to keep that. up with him yes. in order to practice, which I thought was really fascinating. Gosh, I hope everybody listening has seen uh, Hamilton. Oh. It's on, what is it on Disney? Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah. I mean, I've, I I've seen it, it and you've seen it and it's just incredible. And that's a perfect way to do that. So that's interesting. So Joe Biden, who also had mm-hmm. a speech impediment as a child, that's right. had his poet with a speech impediment. Right. A woman, again, of color, color. young. I mean, I mean, she was like a floating bird up on that right? stage, all bright and yellow and red and graceful. Was it was it, very, very, the way she used her hands. I mean, she was just, yeah. uh, you know, Maya incarnate. So how many people do you think have we lost on the podcast already? Cause we're talking about the Biden <laughs> the administration. Yeah. Well, Lee and I try not to come off as poly. I mean, right. But I this is just an that. historical, I mean, yeah. I love history and inauguration, no matter who's coming into office sure. is really a big deal deal for our country. I mean, Mm -hmm. to see three past presidents standing together, united, no matter what policies you believe. I mean, we need to be united as a country that and was super work cool. in a positive way. I know. That was super cool. Did you see also, I love this, that George W. Bush being there and Michelle Obama, as you know, or, or maybe you don't know, are really close friends. Mm-hmm. And apparently George W. Bush has a little bit of an attention situation and she brought <laughs> in her purse, she called it a, an activity kit Stop. for George W. And it had coloring book and coloring and, and crayons and stuff. And as a joke, you know, I believe she handed it to him. That's what I read. That is funny. And uh, I just love that. I mean, the camaraderie that, you know, doesn't matter what their political persuasion is. Sure. But to see, you know, Bill Clinton and Obama and George (laughs) W. Bush and in spirit, I believe Jimmy Carter, who was too old. uh, He just couldn't travel. Yeah. No, I think um, that's really neat. That was really cool. And so, I mean, I, I think we need to really enjoy the fact that that was a good day for America. Right. Uh, you know, we had had a bad Wednesday, two Wednesdays before that, when the Capitol was, you know, broken into and people's lives were threatened and people's lives were lost. And and it was just, a re, it wasn't a reminder. It was a, a real kind of fist in the air, kind of, we are America and we can get through this. A do- democracy held. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it still holds. And even while people are still fired up. Right. We're going to hold. I love that. That makes me happy. It is. Yeah. It is happy. I think the other fun part of that day is that happened to be your birthday. Missy. Yes. Oh my ah. gosh. Yes. That was so great. I, I mean, know. what a day, day to celebrate. Yeah, it really was. So you are how old? 67. How's that feel? Really good. 
Tell me about it. I mean, 67 feels like 27 to me or whatever. It doesn't even matter. Honestly, I love being older because I feel good. And because, I mean, I'm sure it was funny. Um, our social media guy was like, uh, what's the secret? And I'm like, well, I've got this little workout called Hilliard <laughs> Studio Method. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Um, no, I just, you know, I love being older, but I love being younger too, but I just know a little bit more Mm -hmm, and feel a little mm -hmm. bit more happy in my skin being 67 than maybe I did at 27. There you go. But every year's a joy. Every day's a joy. Isn't it funny that we've been celebrating COVID birthdays for so long and we all probably thought, you know, only some of us will get COVID birthdays. I think every person will have a COVID birthday. going to have a COVID birthday. Yeah, it was a quiet day, but we definitely partied. Oh, we partied hard. You had a hangover, as I recall. The next day. I sure uh-huh. did. I just got so excited. It was fun. Yeah, Lee, of course, y'all know how she cooks and she just put it on for me. She just made sure that I had everything from the perfect candles to the perfect cake, which we did have cake. Yeah. And the most magnificent meal. And um, I did get to see my daughter and granddaughter. Yay. And her grandson. grandson. <laughs> and so that was really, really fun. We had a really good day and... I'm just happy to be live and be right here with you. I am too. I don't have an appropriate transition, but I would at this time, if you want to give a little honor to your brother. Oh, wow. You did lose actually yeah. right before your birthday. Thanks, Lee. Okay. Well, that was interesting and sad and, and very sad actually. Um, it was Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Mm. Uh, the first Wednesday, um, the Capitol was right. breached. And that was so terrorizing. And then the whole week after that, my brother was on life support. He yeah, had lung transplant. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, not to go into the details. Yeah. It was very, very sad for the, us, the family. And uh, we had to make a decision to either to let him go. Mm-hmm. And he was ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I feel comfortable about that. But... Gosh, just, you know, I don't care how much you are ready for somebody's death. You're never ready for somebody's death. Um, it, it hit hard, still does. And mm-hmm. But he was a great guy and we're going to celebrate his life once COVID is sort of, you know, Right. Calm down or hopefully in um, April around his birthday. And mm. a lot of people have some good things to talk about with him. So they sure do. Thanks for him up. He You're was, welcome. He was close to me and I was close to him. I know y'all were five years apart. Yeah. But yeah. we were more like twins. Twins, right. You know, so you're five the, years apart with your right. sister, right? But it, Pete it's, and I were like... I don't know, either the first part of my life, he was either beating me up every day, but in an almost nice big brotherly way, like, sure. okay, I have to beat you up. It's just what we do, right? I got to beat you up first. And then I'm going to take you to the football field. And then we're going to take, th- we're going to do this. And then we're going to, we, we just hung together all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, probably against his will on many days. But, <laughs> and then when he got, we got to be adults, we were just hip to hip, literally in the same size jeans. That's amazing. The the bars of Charlotte, like you cannot, you can't handle this duo. Uh, (laughs) That's hilarious. We had a great time. That's so so wonderful. Thanks for being him up. Yeah, you're welcome. I just wanted to, to give him a little honor and shout out. I did get to meet him. Yeah. Can I say one more thing about him? Anything you want. He's a huge advocate for handicapped children. Um, And one of the reasons I'm glad we're going to have his memorial service in April instead of literally right now when no one could go is because I believe hopefully some of his friends or they've mm-hmm. made um, some comments that they might want to get together a foundation or something in his oh. honor. Whatever they do, it doesn't matter. What he did in his life was um, incredible. He has a, she's still living, a Rett syndrome handicapped daughter mm-hmm. uh, that he had full custody of. 
um, and has now gone to his ex-wife and that's it's it's working out really fine. W- lucky but wonderful. he worked really hard not just for her but for all children handicapped did pro, pro bono most of the time i mean he was just a huge advocate he was the pub, first public defender mm-hmm. of winston-salem and uh i can be proud of him for that i know yeah do you and he went to chapel hill right but then mm-hmm. went off he to went join. to chapel hill oh wow he went to chapel hill in the vietnam war right and i was just kind of jealous that you know, first of all, he was gone. Second of all, while he was gone, my dad died. But anyway, things uh, happened and the Vietnam War was going on and he got involved in the protests when he was like, I think it's sophomore, I think a junior in, in uh, Carolina. Right. And he did all the damage they do, like, you know, busting up classrooms, I suppose. I have no idea really uh, all the things he did, but he decided to leave school and join the army. I mean, he's a Vietnam protester. He decides to leave so interesting. and join the army. Well, he ended up in Mainz, Germany, not in Vietnam wow. as a company officer. What does it call when you, it's like, it's like radar on mesh. Okay, okay. He's like the guy who distributes all the goods to the different places. He ended up traveling through Germany the whole time, having a blast, blast. writing me letters about how I better be behaving. I better be, keep my virtue intact. I'm like, <laughs> really? Thanks so much, So what Pete. are you doing, Pete? You know, <laughs> and, uh, uh, writing like the Concord Tribune every time my they he didn't he didn't feel like I ever got enough cur- coverage on my basketball. I love that. And so he would write them letters back before we had email, you know, to the Concord Tribune going, um, you need to quit talking about thus and so and make sure you mentioned that Liz Clary, which was my maiden name. Right. Uh, she she scored 20 points the other night. You barely mentioned her name, you know, <laughs> that stuff. So Only the fun. things a good big brother would say. Yeah. yeah. And then he came back and then did he go to law school? Yeah, he came back. He uh, came to Concord and I was then, we, it was summertime, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, on summer break, he was, he was getting ready to go to UNCC to finish up his uh, degree before he went to law school. And that's when we became like buddies. I mean, literally think about that. We were five years apart, but we looked the same age. People thought we were like twins. We looked alike. Wow. We were the same size. He was taller, but we wore the same jeans. I I reiterate (laughs) that. I reiterate that because- I was about the size I am now. Wow. (laughs) And y'all did not have hips. No, we had fun. And he was, he was really good looking. And Mm -hmm. so my, all my girlfriends were like, uh, yeah. Uh, can you introduce me to your brother? And would and, you? Or you were oh, like, heck yeah. No. But I would decide who was going to get sure. to be with him. And then on the other hand, I'm in a bar and guys are coming up to me and Pete's like a guard dog. He's mm-hmm. like, uh, excuse me. I don't believe you. This is my sister. So I was just like, give him a little high sign. Like, uh, no, this one we're going to keep. Okay. You just move on over there and talk to the other people. I got this guy. And so we we worked in tandem. It was fun. That's really good. Yeah. So you, everybody needs somebody in their life that they can do with that. That was a great time. Oh man, that's really good. Um, and like I said, I did get to meet him, which I really, you met him in the hospital. Please that I did. Uh huh. But I mean, I could tell immediately his personality. This was after his lung transplant. We went to Chapel Hill and he was just hilarious. Diehard Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. And I mean, he's just like you, like no holds barred. No holds barred. And did not even blink at the fact that I brought you my new girlfriend who I've split up with my husband and now with a woman. And he just kind of lifted that right eyebrow like, Oh, okay. Got it. Let's, let's go. Let's see I felt approved of. You were very approved. Yes. What do you feel like 
you know, I think he has a great legacy of being a defender and, and standing up for those less fortunate. I mean, how does that make you view legacy and the importance of our time? Here on earth. Good question. Absolutely. Our legacy is how we treat other people Mm. and his legacy. You can say what you will about him. He certainly had his flaws, but the way he took care of those that could not take care of himself. I can't think of a better legacy than that. I try to carry my own banner with, you know, empowering the people I'm around, Mm -hmm. um, in my own way, but Pete did it so tangibly and many people do it very tangibly by utilizing the skills that they have, whether it be in government or in medical training or in whatever profession they find themselves in to really boost up the people less, less than them, less fortunate Mm -hmm. than them. And that's what he did. So I think that's huge. And, and not to say we all have to be like him, yeah. because sometimes it's just us right now being at home with your kids and, and not, as a matter of fact, not, you know, losing your mind and, and boosting their spirits when they are so down. I mean, it's the small things in life that I think add up to be that, that incredible noble cause of life, right? which is to really serve other people. Because when you're serving other people, you are serving your highest good, I believe. That's my thought. I would agree. Yeah. I think that's very nice. One thing you and I did kind of changing paths, I came home the other day and you were outside by the fire <laughs> with this big glass jar that we had been added, adding things to that we hadn't, I guess, had forgotten about. But basically two Christmases ago, mm-hmm. as a gift, you had given me this glass jar and it was to be used as you would write mm-hmm. what you're thankful for every day, any day, you know, for anything and put it in the jar. And then we never looked at it and you brought it back out and we went through that. And that was really fun. And I feel like that's a really great kind of small things example that we can do, especially now in a time that seems still challenging is to just take a minute and kind of write those things you're grateful for, either put them away, throw them away, burn them in the fire, which we did kind of well, that's, let I, them go. I'm glad you brought that up because that was 2018 when you and I were both okay. going through sort of a transition of, you know, changing our lives yeah. to be with each other, right? Transition. And it was, it was quite difficult. And so, and so in order to get through some of the really darkest times, the best thing to be is great, grateful for mm-hmm. what you have. And so we wrote those things down and, um, Lee wrote some incredibly beautiful things just really about me and you mm-hmm. and, um, about just her kids. And I wrote things about Clary and her children and, and Lee and just life, you know, and the small things on the darkest day will not only get you through it, it will make you better for other people. So we read them and we burned them. And I remember thinking, well, gosh, some of these are so good. I want to hold on to them, but I wanted them to sort of be, be released into the world or released into the ethers so that those blessings and those gratitudes became blessings. Right. For everyone. If that makes any it sense. It makes total sense to me. <laughs> you know what? I, I will say though, the greatest part of this was that you burned all yours before I got home <laughs> to read yours. 
I have no idea if you have said anything nice at all. I said a lot of things nice. Today. That's what she did. I was, I was so excited. I, I was like, oh, I'm going to build a fire. It was Sunday night. She was coming over. She'd been with the kids for the week. And we hadn't, you know, spent a full week together. So I built a big fire outside at, our, at the fire pit. And I was like so excited. I'm like, oh, I'm going to burn this one. This is a great one to go up. And then she gets back and she goes, uh, well, what did you say about me? <laughs> That's good. No, you've read yours. You've read mine. I haven't read yours. I never can again, but I'm sure you are very thankful That's for okay. me over the year. You, you, you get my journal one day. It'll be fine. Oh gosh. Yeah, that journal. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I think I should get started on that. Oh, anyway, guys, we have a very special mm-hmm. announcement and what we're getting married again. No, we're no, no, no. What are we doing? Our dear friends at Green Brothers Juice oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, are sponsoring this podcast and they have a treat for you. Yes. So you've listened to our podcast with Stephanie and Josh Norris. So, you know, our local friends and their local amazing business of Green Brothers Juice. So when you go to their website at greenbrothersjuice.com, they're giving our listeners 15% off all their smoothie bags. Yes. What? We're obsessed with the smoothie bags. This is the code you use. Ready? Get a pen. H-S-M-P-O-D. P-O-D. Okay. HSM pod for 15% off all Green Brothers smoothie bags at their website, greenbrothersjuice.com. I'm totally obsessed whenever I can't run the blender because the kids are still sleeping or I'm just not in the mood. Oh, they're I so good over there. You can get on their app and order it before you even get to the store. You can do it on, I don't know, one of those door dashes. I don't know which one I used. Get it delivered. They are so clean, so safe. They have juices, smoothie bags, smoothie bowls. I mean, everybody's happy. My kids love them. I love them. And we love them. And we love them. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad they're going to be our sponsor. I know. This. this is great. Thank you, Green Brothers. Thank you, Josh and Stephanie. So besides staying fit with lots of healthy juices and smoothies, we are going to do some studio housekeeping and talk about what we've got coming up. So we're really excited. Month of February, we are offering a love yourself challenge. Mm-hmm. Boy, do it's, we need that. Don't we need a love yourself challenge? I yeah. mean, we've beaten up on ourselves probably for a good 11 months now because <clears throat> either we haven't eaten right, we haven't worked out enough. Or we yelled at our kids literally <laughs> every <much>. day <laughs> for a month, right? So at Hilliard Studio Method, we're excited about this. Um, we're going to do a challenge. It's 14 classes in this month. You can do it on Zoom. You can do it in the studio. Mm-hmm. But it's really going to be about you. You know, we're bringing it up now because this whole podcast is about invigorating and empowering whoever you are. So we're going to hold your back here. Some of you guys have not, some of you that have signed up, we've noticed have never been in the studio. Right. Yay. Because that's my favorite people because they're, they're afraid generally because we do have the reputation and it's well, you know, we, we are definitely a hard workout, but we are also absolutely open to every fitness level. Absolutely. And it's my favorite person that walks in and they find out how strong they are, not necessarily at every bicep curl they do, but at being able to, you know, have the confidence right. that you feel and the, and the, the healthy, you, you feel better after you do a Hilliard Studio Method. That's workout. exactly right. Or after you do any workout, when you go out for a walk, remember you always feel better. I can promise you 
you're going to feel good about yourself and feel like loving yourself and taking care of yourself. And what we're going to do to help is each week give you some accountability and just motivation in different ways. For example, one of our trainers, Sarah, is going to do a mindfulness Zoom link. So you'll get that um, the first week of the challenge. Megan, our trainer, is going to do a stretch class and I'm going to do some sort of recipe nutrition goodies. And then there's some grand prizes at the end. So if you complete those 14 classes, you might get entered to win and so kind of why but not? But everybody's going to get a little prize. Oh yeah. Everybody gets a good Everybody, yeah. you know, nobody, this is just sort of this like. This is like rec soccer. Yeah. We all this get is a like trophy. soccer. You all get a trophy. <laughs> Your trophy besides being the fact that you're going to feel 100. I promise you this. I'm guaranteeing you this. Okay. You do this challenge, you're going to feel better. And I'm all, I'm positive you're going to look better. And everybody's sort of probably put on a couple of pounds. Maybe they haven't. But, you know, whether it's about how we look or even how we feel, you're going to boost your immunity. And my God, we need that yeah, still. Yeah. We really need that still. We're mm-hmm. almost to the end of this thing. The vaccines hopefully are rolling out faster. But until they do, let's, let's, Let's buck up our systems. Buck them up. Buck them up. That is a scientific buck term. Up your doctor yeah, usually says, make sure your immune system is bucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so we got oh, it. Oh, also February is heart health month. Mm-hmm. So we cannot mm-hmm. um, go without talking about the benefits of exercise to Absolutely. your heart health. And so a lot of people or no, I don't know. I don't mean to make that sweeping statement. If you don't think that Hilliard Studio Method is good for your cardiovascular health. Mm, Let us tell you, you, in fact, it is. So the essence of the workout is not to be so out of breath that you can't move, but it's to challenge the body and keep the heart rate up the whole time so that you Mm -hmm. do get that Mm -hmm. maximum calorie burn in a way that increases the metabolism over long term. It's not just kaput after a quick We're spurt. building strength and we're building muscle. And that metabolism increase comes from the muscle that you build, which replaces the fat in your body. Bam. And that doesn't mean that you're overweight. Sometimes you can be skinny fat, not have enough muscle right. to keep that metabolism up, not have enough, you know, good BMI to fend off disease and illness and, and actually just a good mood. You want to get in a good mood? You do my workout and I promise you, you will. Honestly, I can vouch for that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. I know. Terrible, terrible. I want to give a shout out to the men too. Yeah. Um, you know, of course there primarily we have strong women coming in to most classes, but there are a lot of men mm-hmm. who are doing this workout at home, especially and now I want to bring them out of the woodwork, yeah. you know, Coming all these- out of the closet, men, it's time <laughs> yeah. because we see you on zoom. We see you. No. Yeah. They're in the background yeah, and I'm always like, in the background doing it. Simon O'Brien. Steve Coffrin, I see you. Don't walk by again. Pick up those weights. But a lot of our streaming client wives say that their Mm -hmm. men always do Mm -hmm. the class with them. And I love that. So Mm -hmm. this past weekend, my son and I went in the studio after all the classes were done and we did the zoom of the day. And mm-hmm. it was so good. He just was sweet. He's 14 and working hard on his fitness to be a great basketball player. One he's day. such an athlete too. <laughs> this is so good for him. He's 14 and he's like the, the quarterback on the football team yeah. is really good. He just needs, he's, he's at the age you've got to build the strength. And speaking of family, my ex-husband, Aubrey, yeah. who is 
I mean, Aubrey, I'm going to tell your age. You don't care because he tells it all the time. He's almost 70. He still holds a high jump. That's amazing. A high jump record <laughs> in the United States for his age group. And he does Hilliard Studio Method. He does, you know, our, our streaming and all that sort of thing. But, mm-hmm. and he's not secretive about it. He just never walks in the room. So there's a lot of you guys out there that do this. Right. And we want to uh, hear from including you. Including our football players like I Greg know. Olson. We got to get you back, Greg. Greg, and congrats. I got, do yeah. you say congratulations? when someone retired. He just retired. So. And he did had an amazing career. Yeah. He's I'm incredible. just pumped they're coming back to Charlotte. Me too. They're a great family. Um, the stewards. Kara, she'll be back in. Right. Can't wait to see her. Jonathan and Natalie. Then we have Jordan. Shout out to Todd. Shout out to yeah. Omer. All these great guys who have come in and worked out. I think the streaming class, I think we figured out because people always talk about it, is 141. Yeah. If that you want to see some of those the football guys players, some of the football players, that's 141. Once 134. We have a bunch of them. Yeah. And, uh, but you know what, if you're a guy, you don't have to just watch the guys work out. Uh, you just, any of them, just give it a shot. Be in the room with your wife or secretly not in the room with your wife right. and do the workout. And you're going to, and you don't, you don't even have to let us know. Just do it. You're going to feel do better. It. Real men do Pilates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that's great. Well, that's all the, the kind of housekeeping news we've got at the studio things yeah. you know we're, we're trucking through the winter and and we're gonna get through we're it. almost to um it's gonna be february next month march 16th the studio was closed down and <sighs> march 16th is also when the governor said everybody shut down we are almost to that year point yep and look how well we're doing not mm-hmm. me and you look around you people that are listening mm-hmm. to yourselves are listening to us look how well you've done we are here. Some of us have been sick. And if you're listening to this, you have made it. So we've made it this far. It's almost going to be a year. I believe, honestly, hopefully, and really in my heart that this vaccine rollout is going to happen maybe a little quicker with a national uh, plan now behind it, hopefully. And, um, you know, get your vaccinations, please. And let's, let's heal up and get back to work and get back to being ourselves which we already are. That's but right. Let's go share the joy. Right? As Amanda Gorman said, Yes. For there is always light. If only we are brave enough to see it. If only we are brave enough to be it. I love that. Isn't that good? That is just what we want to be, is be that light and see that light. Thanks for listening today. Hilliard Studio Method is open. We offer classes inside, outside, or at home via Zoom, as well as our streaming platform. For more details, you can go to HilliardStudioMethod.com. Please follow us at Hilliard Studio Method, and I'm at Lee Canelli. I'm at Liz Hilliard HSM. I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review the Hilliard Studio Podcast. <laughs>